Hello, and welcome to another episode of Have We Met. This is your weekly pop playlist, and my name is Brett. I will be your host for today as I walk you through all of this week's new music releases. My hope for you today is that you'll be introduced to an artist that you've never heard of or a song that you might not have heard otherwise, and that by the end of the episode, you will have met your new favorite song. Before we get to the music, there are a few things I want to mention quickly. One is you can follow us on Instagram at HaveWeMetPod. There is a link in the bio there, and that will show you the links to our playlist on both Apple and Spotify. Apple Music listeners, you're in luck because if you've been listening to older episodes, you haven't been able to access the full Have We Met playlist until now. If you check it out there, there is a Have We Met 2023 playlist, which features every song I've played on the podcast, plus a few of my other favorites from this year. As always, if you have time to rate, subscribe, share, review, anything like that is very, very helpful. There's also a link there to donate if you're enjoying the podcast and you want to help me going forward. This week, I got a very nice donation from my childhood friend, Tyra. Thank you so much, Tyra. This episode is all thanks to you. Now, the other thing I want to say before I get started is that this week, there are a couple omissions that are very deliberate. One is that this podcast is supposed to introduce you to artists that you might not be familiar with otherwise. So we won't be playing anything from the Olivia Rodrigo album. However, I'm sure you've heard it. If you haven't heard it, I like a song called Making the Bed. The other artist we're not going to discuss today is Roisin Murphy. She released an album on Friday, but a few weeks ago she commented on Facebook some transphobic ideas, uh, you know, in the name of protecting our children that uh, have left many people in the gay community really, really upset with her. You know, she's someone who has worked in the underground dance scene for a long time and really relied on her queer fans and made herself really known in queer spaces. So to hear that kind of rhetoric from her is really disappointing. Um, I've heard the album is beautiful. I, I thought the singles were okay. I haven't actually spun it. I don't know if I will, uh, and I won't be playing anything by Roisin Murphy today, or as the internet is now calling her, Roisin Turfy. But never fear, it is a fabulous week for new releases. So many people that I'm excited about, many people I've played on the podcast before, so we're going to have a lot of fun today. There's so much music that I'm excited about, but the artist I want to talk about first is Camille. Now, we talked about Camille a few weeks ago on the August 11th episode, where we played a song of hers called Time to Kill. Camille is known as the honorary fifth member of Little Mix because she's been working with them as a songwriter and producer since their second album, And now that Little Mix is on hiatus, maybe this is the perfect time for Camille to emerge as a star in her own right. We also talked about Camille last week as being one of the co-writers on the new Kylie Minogue song, Tension. And it seems like she has never been hotter, honestly. She has a gorgeous, soulful R&B sort of voice, but she's layered the production with elements of new disco, blues, funk, a lot of kind of classic R&B, but all with a really modern point of view. Personally, one of my favorite things is when a song soundtracks what's happening in the moment. And I was playing this album on Friday. My partner Daryl was sitting in the sunlight on the end of the couch. I snapped a cute photo of him just catching his light. And I realized the song from this album that was playing was called The Sun. And it just was the perfect little moment. Camille wrote every song on the album and she produced every song on the album. She finishes the album with a song called Manifesting Part One and apparently a feature Manifesting Part 2 is coming, and she said it's a really big artist. So Camille is someone to watch out for. She's one of my favorite artists of the moment. The song I'm going to play for you from her album is called Don't Waste My Time. And it is sort of an ode to self-love, putting yourself first. 
making sure that you are prioritizing yourself and your mental health and not having space in your life for anyone who isn't supporting that or is trying to use your energy on something you're not interested in. And these are all concepts that I can get thoroughly behind. It's one of the more disco-infused numbers on the album, the first of which is Muscle Memory, which features Nile Rodgers, which is an amazing stamp of approval. This one also solidifies my theory that any song with a double clap in it is automatically a great song. So without any further ado, I don't want to waste your time. So here's Camille, Don't Waste My Time. One thing that I really admire about Camille's songwriting skills and her production skills is how layered everything is. There's never a dull moment, you know, that in between the lyrics, there's a chant in the background or there's like crowd noise or there's double claps. You know, there's always something to catch your ear, something for you to latch onto. It's really hooky. I love that la 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 chant afterward. It just feels really complete and really well thought out. I mentioned that Camille is the honorary fifth member of Little Mix, and our next artist we're going to talk about was one of the actual members of Little Mix. Leanne Pinnock is the second member of Little Mix to try to go solo. Last year's Jesse delivery was uh, sort of dead on arrival. There wasn't much interest in her because there was a lot of rumors that she was kind of being nasty to the other girls in the band. Uh, apparently they had a conversation with her about her, what they call black fishing, which is where someone who isn't black kind of wears certain styles or does their hair kind of kind of ways that are more associated with black people. She was wearing quite dark makeup, that sort of thing. And apparently Jesse did not take that very well. And Leanne, being black herself, didn't really appreciate Jesse sort of doing that, being in the band with her. So anyway, this solo effort from Leanne is much, much stronger so far. She had a song out earlier this summer called Don't Say Love, which I really enjoyed. But this one is something very special. It features Nigerian artist Aira Starr, who, okay, if you remember, we talked about a song a few weeks ago by Tyla called Water, which was by an Ama Piano, you know, Afrobeat kind of mid-tempo number. And this song is called My Love, and it's very similar in style, in theme, that kind of thing. And Tyla also has a song with Aira Star. So there's a lot of crossover happening between these artists who are really trying to bring black music, Afro beats, you know, that culture to the foreground. If you watch this video, the styling, the dancing, it's all so, so fabulous and so celebratory of that culture. And I think Leanne being on her own now feels like she can really own that and make it the focal point that she's always kind of wanted to. I love this song. It's got great energy. The vocals are fabulous. It's produced by the same guys who did the Idman EP earlier this year. If you've heard Risk, she's actually from Canada. So I recommend you check her out too. But first, we got to have a listen to Leanne. This song, she says, is about empowerment. She says she loves really deeply and she often will write music about love. And this song is about loving yourself as much as it is about loving someone else. Maybe that's our through line for this week. Anthems about self-love. I can get into that. This is just a clip of My Love by Leanne and Aira Starr. Hey, 
oh yeah, the second that starts, I just feel my body wanting to move. I grew up watching music videos and teaching myself the routines, and I feel like this is a video I'm probably going to try to emulate a little bit. The start of it, they're all in the water, and there's a circle of dancers around her, and they're kind of encapsulating her, and it's so, it's really quite beautiful. Now, when songs come out, it's not just about the music, it's about the entire package, right? It's about the music video, the fashion, the single cover. And speaking of the single cover and also artists who are going solo, my very special guest, my art director, my partner, graphic designer Daryl Maybe is here to chat about our favorite artwork of the week. All right, welcome to The Closet. Hi. Hi. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's nice to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're not You're not too warm? No, not too warm. Never too warm. Even though you're sitting so close to me? <laughs> That's how I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's have a chat about the Rami album. Would love to talk about the Rami album. Um, first thing we have to talk about is the pronunciation of her name, apparently. Yes. Yeah, so it's not <laughs> Romy as in like Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. It's, it's Rami as in Rami Tommy. and Michelle? Yeah. Rami. <laughs> 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 Rami as in Tommy is what uh, her Instagram says. Okay, good. Wow, thank you for her helping with my research. No problem. So what do you like about the Rami album art? So the first thing that caught my eye with the, the Rami album art was that it was very relatable and reminiscent of nightlife. And, you know, it reminded me a lot of uh, a lot of the club posters I've designed over the years. Um, I really like the effect that she has used on the image. And it looks looks to me like they shot this all kind of uh, in one spot. Doesn't look like a lot of um, post-editing there in terms of the, the, the image. I loved the colors. I loved that it looks like it was shot in a nightclub with those, you know, those, those lights that we're all so familiar with. Mm -hmm. uh, and just... Um, kind of spoke to me in that in that way. Totally. It's very evocative of being out at the club. A lot of the album is, you know, kind of this melodic, atmospheric dance music. And she has said she's not the most confident dancer. So she's kind of up against the wall. She's looking around for her significant other. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of love songs. Yeah. So I think it's really evocative of what the album is about, too. Totally, totally. It's uh, it's giving uh, Robin dancing on my own vibes. That's funny because I just read online someone compared this album to Robin's Honey. Cool. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, the typography on, on the front is really fantastic. It's that uh, Y2K trend that's very yeah, hot that, right now. Like shiny chrome kind mm -hmm. of look. Yeah, I love it. Uh, the the back of the album cover is a really cool shot too. Uh, it's a it's a crowd shot. Looks like everyone's at, at the club dancing, uh, and so it really kind of like hammers home that that thing that she was talking about. I read that the album was executive produced by Stuart Price. Do we remember what he's responsible for? Oh gosh, a, a pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I know the name, but please, please enlighten me. So we talked about Stuart Price when we were talking about Roisin. Oh no, not Roisin. Oh no, oh, no. <laughs> oh the fracking. Oh, oh the freaking me now. We were talking about. <laughs> We were talking about Stuart Price when we talked about the Jesse Ware song, Freak Me Now. And he has also executive produced Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia and Madonna's Confessions on a Dance Floor. Whoa. So if you want to make a dance floor album, yeah. he's kind of the person to go to. Yeah. 
The other name we see a lot in the credits for this album is Fred Again, who is also really big in the underground dance scene right now. Cool. Yeah, no, well, that's um, that's pretty impressive, I must say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been listening to the album nonstop. She's mixing a few different kind of uh, kind of genres together, which I always really love. And I think the album overall is fabulous. And I might even go on to say and be bold that it might be one of my favorite albums of the year Yeah, by no, the end. I completely agree. I think it's really cohesive. It's really strong, mm-hmm. you might say. Yeah. I do love Did I, but it is kind of the one heartbreak song on the album. Mm-hmm. And because so much of it is written about her partner, uh, this woman. She's a photographer, uh, and a lot of the music on the album is about her love for this woman. Apparently, they were in lockdown together, and it was when she wrote a song called Weightless. And Weightless is about feeling like love has found you, you never thought it would, that it's okay to move fast when it feels right. And I guess she played the song for her now wife, and she was like, is that how you feel about me? And it was almost like she told her that she loved her through the song. Cool. Yeah. I love that. So that's the one I'm going to play for us. Cool. (laughs) I know. Relatable. Relatable content. Absolutely. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much, Jiro, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. And let's have a listen to Rami Waitlist. Press play. Press it. (laughs) And I didn't believe I deserved to feel This high up above the ground I mentioned earlier that this is Rami's first foray into releasing a solo album. You might know her voice as being one of the two vocalists in the band The XX. The XX is typically known for more stripped back production, more kind of an indie pop sound. So I'm really curious to see how this new dance direction uh, makes its way into their next effort. Rami said that growing up, the only lesbian songs she could really find were usually just a woman and an acoustic guitar. And that was kind of the cliche lesbian song trope. So she's happy to be delivering queer anthems in a more upbeat and pop way. And uh, I love the album. And I highly recommend that you give it a listen. Now, one of the cool things is that we've been doing Have We Met Now for eight weeks. And a lot of artists are on a six to eight week cycle of how often they release music, which means we're already starting to see some of my current favorites releasing multiple songs. So we get to talk about them again. And this week, we get to chat about a woman named Danny Sylvia. Danny was my song of the week a few weeks ago when she released Eli, Can I Come Over Tonight? And if that song had sort of a wistful, still hopeful kind of feeling or almost like a desperate kind of feeling, this this song is more of a revenge anthem. It still plays with those kind of 80s synth sounds and a really lush soundscape. It also gives us a lot of time to breathe. It's a full story. There's two verses. There's a middle eight. It really brings you into the world and lets you live in this story and in this anger. And it builds the tension really, really nicely. Again, I think she's a fabulous songwriter and I love her voice. It reminds me of um, maybe churches in a kind of way. It's really, really crystal clear and it hovers over those synths in such a nice way. Again, it was written by Danny and her husband Barnes Noble and produced by him as well. And it's clear that whatever dynamic they have is making fabulous, fabulous music. This song is called Retribution, and it's about a relationship of hers that's gone south, and he, I guess, has moved on to someone else. 
and she can't accept it. She says, "With if you don't love me, then there is no you. And it's almost, uh, she described it as a murdery little song. <laughs> I think it's a murdery huge song, personally. Have a little listen to Retribution by Danny Sylvia. They said you're happier with someone new, but that can't be true. Isn't that gorgeous? It's kind of brooding and sinister, but it has a really glossy, sweet kind of thing going on too. And I often bring up dichotomy when it comes to making a pop song interesting. So that really kind of sweet tone, I love you, I love you, but really it being about wanting to murder them. There's (laughs) there's a lot of uh, opposing forces going on there and that makes it a really exciting listen. We have also previously talked about the next artist we're going to discuss. Her name is Kahlo. Her full album, Pain and Pleasure, came out on Friday. And she's got one of the most unique and recognizable voices in pop music, I think. She has so many songs that you would recognize. She's worked with so many different DJs. It's great to hear her kind of all on her own. She brought some of her past collaborators along for the ride with her. But overall, it's basically just her, no features, that kind of thing. It's um, a great, great listen. I put it on last night while I was making dinner. There's so many great songs to get you moving on the dance floor, but there's also a few that are a little bit more, I don't know, emotional, I guess you might say. One of my favorite songs actually came out in December of last year. It's called It Girl, and basically the chorus is her going, she has it. Uh, I know you've probably heard a lot of people say things are camp, but listen to that and it's camp. (laughs) There's another song called Funs, which I've been listening to this week. I, um, okay, well, here's a little story. Last week, I got a new debit card and I went to use it the next day and it didn't work. And so I went to the bank and I asked them what was up. And one of them said, oh, maybe the debit card has something wrong with it. So they gave me a new one. I go back to the store. It's still not working. And I'm starting to get a little frustrated. I go up to the teller And she sees there's a note on my file from the CRA. And apparently I had some unpaid tax, income tax money that I owed from last year or two years ago, I guess now. And um, they weren't able to contact me about it because they had my old address on file. So they froze my bank account until I could uh, get in touch with them and, and promise to pay them back, basically. Uh, so Kahlo's Funs has been on uh, <laughs> repeat for me this week, too. The chorus is, girls just want to have funs. You can't have fun if you don't have funds. This seems like a good time to remind everyone that there is a link to donate to me <laughs> in uh, the link in the bio of my Instagram at HowWeMetPod. Uh, If you have PayPal, you can send me a little bit there. And if you'd rather send me an e-transfer, I can give you my email address if you just send me a DM. This is Kahlo's very first full album, though she's been releasing singles with producers for a long, long time. She said that the industry has just been really hard for her to deal with. And without sort of name recognition and brand recognition, it's very difficult to make music with label politics and that kind of thing. So the album is called Pain and Pleasure because it represents the pain of, you know, fighting to get your music made and heard. 
and also the pleasure of music in general. So I love the album. I've only listened through it once, but the song that really caught my ear and uh, Daryl's too is called Play. Uh, it has that classic hollow sound, which is kind of rappy, sing-talky, that kind of thing, and just great energy and a great little hook. So I'm going to play you a clip of Play. That's the kind of song that makes me still wish I was teaching spin class. I love that energy. I love that chant, that crowd feel. I can just picture us like at the club dancing to that. Everybody with their hands in the air shouting out that na 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 na. I really recommend you listen to the album, especially if you're into more of a hip hop or a dance kind of sound. Uh, I would also say that there are some other songs that dip more into the pain aspect than the pleasure. And she really has created a nice body of work for herself. And she should be really proud, especially knowing how long she's been making music. I think her first song came out in 2016. And that's a long time to wait before putting out your debut album. So congrats to Kahlo. I love it. I'm going to spin it a few more times this week and pick out a couple more favorites for my Have You Met 2023 playlist. But yeah, Play was the one that caught our attention on the first playthrough. It's occurring to me that I haven't actually explained where Have We Met comes from. For me, it can be an introduction, but it can also be like a, you should know me better than that by now. It actually started um, when we used to go for dinner at my aunt's house and I would walk in and they would say, oh, Brett, you're here. Do you want a glass of wine? And I'd be like, oh, have we met? Like, of course I want a glass of wine. You know what I mean? So it has this like familiarity to it, but it can also be like, do I know you? And, you know, for me, I forget people all the time. <laughs> um, I was at the airport on my way home from uh, Winnipeg last week, and I was standing there. I've got my chihuahua in one hand. My laptop is going back through the scanner because I forgot to take it out of the bag. This woman approaches me, and she looks familiar for sure, but I'm like, I, I don't immediately know who she is. And I'm also like a little distracted going through airport security, you know? And so she, I kind of like give her a hug awkwardly, and she says, oh, did you see Amy when you were home? And I was like, oh. Amy, okay, uh, she must mean Amy from Spin. And so I say, oh no, like I, I have an injury right now, so I can't be spinning. Um, so I didn't see Amy, but I, I hear her gym's doing really well. And the woman's just kind of looking at me and I'm like, oh, did I, did I choose, is that the wrong Amy? <laughs> so anyway, I should have been like, have we met? <laughs> anyway, uh, to the woman at the airport, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I... Uh, forgot who you were. I, I've, I get the sense we haven't seen each other in a while. And I would love to meet you again. So that's where Have We Met comes from. It's meant to serve as an introduction or also a reminder. And I like that because often we will talk about artists we've talked about before and you have to kind of put it together and like remember what they're about. And that's what I find so fun about going through the new music every week. The next song I'm going to play for you is an artist that is brand new to me, and it is also my choice for song of the week. Elba is the stage name of Danish singer Ellen Batham, and You Do You is a song about regaining strength and believing in yourself. Another self-love anthem. It goes along with our theme for the week. She said, the song is about acknowledging and embracing your very own unique human composition, about believing in your own abilities, especially when life seems tough and unfair. When I hear a song for the first time, there's a lot of things I'm thinking about. The lyrics are first, for sure. I want to know that I agree with what they're saying, that I appreciate what they're saying, I can relate to what they're saying, usually. 
I want to hear a big chorus. I love when a song lifts up into the chorus, and this one has that. It's a really dramatic kind of transition into the chorus, actually. It's got this really funky kind of like bass line sort of hook. I like the instrumentation of it a lot. I think it's really catchy, and it's just glossy and shimmery pop, which I always come back to. So I'd like you to meet Elba and my song of the week. This is You Do You. I think what I'm really responding to in that song is the message of just what works for me might not work for you. And that's okay. You know, I I think during lockdown, we spent so, so much time inside by ourselves that a lot of us kind of gave up with pretending to be anything else we're not. You know, like personally, I love wearing a crazy outfit or something a little like revealing or just really bright colors, that kind of thing. And sometimes I'll have that on at home and I'll go outside, you know, go to the store or whatever. And you can just tell people are looking at you like you're (laughs) a little bit unhinged. You know what I mean? Which, I mean, might be true. But if I'm comfy and I'm feeling good, then, you know, what difference does it make to you, right? You do you, I'll do me too. And so I love that energy. I think it's a really powerful message. I think it's an important message, especially right now when we are still, you know, getting back into seeing people all the time. And some of us have forgotten how to, you know, meet new people and deal with new people or or deal with ideas that maybe we don't necessarily see eye to eye with. And so I like that idea that maybe we don't need to agree, but we can respect each other's individuality. You know what I mean? Well, you know, unless they're trying to infringe on your human rights, I guess. (laughs) That's where I draw the line. If you're looking for Elba online on Instagram, she's underscore Elba. It took me a moment to find her. There is another band named Elba, but it was five white guys who look like they play guitars. And I was like, you know, that that's not ever going to be my song of the week, I don't think. <laughs> Elba, I'm a big fan of your work, and I can't wait to hear more from you soon. It's a really fabulous week for new releases. And so if you disagree with my choice for song of the week, I don't blame you. I had a hard time narrowing it down too. But that one I just heard for the first time and connected with right away. And so, and also it's my podcast and and not yours. But if you want to send me a message with your pick for song of the week, or maybe there's a song I didn't even play this week that you're really into, just let me know. I love hearing from you. I love chatting about music. Once again, I'm at Have We Met Pod on Instagram, and link in the bio there is for our playlist on Apple Music and Spotify, as well as our link to donate. Now, if you if you are enjoying the podcast, I would love your support in sharing it maybe to your story. Make sure you tag Have We Met Pod, and I'll share it too. Maybe rate it on Apple Music or on Spotify, leave a review, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Anything you do is super helpful. I find it's difficult to talk about pop music in 2023 without referencing disco. You find disco influences on so, so many pop songs that come out, you know, in the strings or the percussion or the synths or even the vocals, right? One of the producers kind of leading the charge with bringing disco into the modern era is Purple Disco Machine. You've probably seen their name on remixes for Lizzo. Uh, Actually, their remix of Lizzo's About Damn Time won the Grammy for Best Remix Production this year. 
I shouldn't say there. Purple Disco Machine is one man. His name is Tino Piontek. He's originally from Germany, but his production has taken him all around the world. He played in Montreal in May, and I know a bunch of my friends went there to see him. My favorite story about Purple Disco Machine was actually I was out for dinner with my mom and my partner Daryl last year at Rosalinda, which is a fabulous vegan Mexican restaurant in Toronto. But it's, you know, it's this upscale place. There's plants everywhere. It's bright. It's modern. And they were playing Journeys Don't Stop Believing. And you know me. I'm, <laughs> I make playlists for businesses. And looking around, I'm like, this is not a retro rock, like, 80s kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not where we're at. So the waitress comes over and I'm like, hey, do you guys use Spotify? She goes, yeah. And I'm like, if I gave you $20, do you think... You could change the music. And she was like, I know the one manager is here tonight and his music taste is terrible. <laughs> she said, well, like, what would you want me to play? And I just just kind of said, I don't know, like, this isn't the vibe, clearly. What about Purple Disco Machine? So she put on This is Purple Disco Machine. And it was fabulous, actually. It was great because one of the, like the third or fourth song was their remix of Hold Me Closer. So, oh, <gasps> the Britney reference for this week. Finally, I've been waiting. <laughs> So anyway, that was great service, and it changed the atmosphere in the place entirely. So again, if you need me to make a playlist for your place of work or for your commute or anything like that, I am the person to do it for you, okay? Purple Disco teamed out with Duke Dumont and Nothing But Thieves for this song. It's called Something On My Mind, and I think you're really going to like it. It does have that 80s sort of feel to it, and it's really, again, really glossy and shimmery. So let's keep that going. word I'll use really often when talking about a song I like is anthemic. If you hear a song and it sounds really grand and sweeping and something like you can imagine a crowd of people singing along to, then it's a song I'll like. <laughs> that one has that great wall of sound kind of energy. And it really fills up the space and makes it sound like it would sound great on like really big speakers out at the club, you know? There's only enough time for us to talk about one more song today. I hope you've been having fun. I know I have been. The next artist we're going to talk about also has a lot of anthems in her arsenal. Her name is Dagny. I saw her in Toronto a few years ago. She opened up for Lanny at the Danforth Music Hall. And it was funny because my favorite music blog, Pop Justice, they would also do uh, a weekly playlist and their song of the week. And her song... Love You Like That was their song of the week the day that I saw her in concert. And it was brand new. I think we saw her a day or two after it came out. And so I was listening to it constantly, assuming she'd play it, trying to learn the words. So when it started, I was like, yes, I knew every syllable. So she was doing like a little meet and greet in between the sets. And I went and talked to her and told her about Pop Justice featuring her song. She's like, somebody was telling me about that. And it was really cool. 
her other song that I love is called Too Young. And she said, I told her how much I love it. And she said, we weren't going to play it tonight. I'm so glad we did now. And I was like, if you hadn't, I would have been so devastated. <laughs> Apparently in the moment, she just turned to him. She's like, yeah, let's do it. I guess the crowd was was good, which in Toronto isn't necessarily always the case. Dagny has written songs for a lot of people. Ash Nico, Julie Bergen. <sighs> Chris, I know you're excited about that one. I can't wait to play a Julie Bergen song on the, on the podcast. She's also credited as a writer on Katy Perry's Never Really Over. But the word on the street is that she didn't actually co-write it. They realized it just had such a similar pattern to one of her other songs that they had to credit her as a writer. But either way, that song has a billion plays on Spotify now. So Dagny's rolling in that sweet, sweet Catherine Hudson money. The song I'm going to play for you is called Ray-Bans. And it's a song about being heartbroken, but hiding it. So... I'm going to cry, but you won't be able to see it because I'll be doing it behind my Ray-Bans. It's got a great big chorus. Her voice is really lovely, and she always plays with a sonic soundscape that I love, that kind of pop sound. Really synthy, but it has those organic elements of the acoustic guitar and the drums that give it a really grounded sort of feeling as well. I'm going to play you the chorus of Ray-Bans by Dagny. How do I voice your body in a crowded room with bloodshot eyes and black It's a really gorgeous song, and I love her voice. It has that nostalgic, kind of melancholy feeling, which at this time of year is the perfect time to put a song like that out, right? You know, we're trying not to say goodbye to summer just yet, but we might be looking back with just a little bit of sadness in our hearts, you know? So I'm going to leave you with that song today. That is all the time we have. This has been another episode of Have We Met? I was your host, Brett. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you met your new favorite song. Like I said, it was a fabulous week for new releases. Lots of great albums out, lots of great songs out. There are a few more choices on my weekly Have You Met playlist. So again, Have We Met Pod on Instagram. Click the link in the bio and the links to the weekly playlists are there, as well as the links to the overall 2023 playlist too. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for all your continued support. I love seeing how many people have listened from the countries people have listened from. And I've loved hearing from you. Again, you can always shoot me a message on Instagram at It Gets Bretter if you want to chat music or if you need a playlist, I can make you one. I hope you have a fabulous week and I will talk to you very soon. It was so nice to meet you. Oh, and pay your taxes. Bye.